Here you are, just press play. Hello and welcome to episode of Regular Features. I'm Paddy McGuinness. My mum went to the IKEA marketplace and all I got were these lousy tea candle holders. I'm the Daily Mail, and in tomorrow's edition of Me, we're having a light-hearted roundup of how horrible European fannies are, compared to Theresa May's glorious Iron Foof. And I'm J- Paul Joseph Watson, and I'm going to press my thumbs into my temples and see if I've got the strength or the balls to shatter my own fucking skull. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not Paddy McGuinness at all. I'm Matt Lees. The man with the big leather satchel. And I'm Steve Hogarty, the man who wants to know what's in Matt's satchel, but is way too cool to ask. So I'm just going to sit here with my arms folded. And I'm Log, the man who can smell through satchel leather. And I'm pleased to inform you that Matt is carrying enough Lego to sink a battleship. And how much Lego is that? It is a single brick of Lego, Steve. From the hull of a Lego battleship. Oh, that makes you think, doesn't it? Well, that sure does. Anyway, I thought I'd celebrate our glorious future of Brexit today by getting out catapults and knocking some birds' nests out of a poplar tree. That's a great idea. We've got no idea where those birds came from. And for that reason alone, I want to stamp on all of their eggs and watch their little beaks open with a sense of overwhelming loss. Oh, I hate birds. I wish birds produced milk just so we could build a massive, cruel industry out of milking their tits raw. Just murdering and eating them is is too good for birds. Hey, readers. Birds. Do you love them or hate them? Drop us a line. Maybe you were adopted and raised by birds. Or maybe a bad bird flew into your dick and now you flinch and cover your junk whenever there's an eagle sitting on your windowsill. That happened to me last night. My mum walked in, saw the eagle at the window, looked at me, saw my hands on my dick, and thought I was about to start wanking at an eagle. I wouldn't mind, but I hate eagles most of all. Readers, have you ever had an innocent gesture mistaken for masturbation? Maybe you were approached by a homeless person for money and spent slightly too long trying to sift out the high-value coins before withdrawing your hand. Or maybe you were miming wanking on a balcony and your body responded to the muscle memory with a Pavlovian ejaculation that landed on an assembled crowd. Call in. We want to hear your stories. Here, have you just been to that sandwich shop that's just down the road? What, the new one that's just opened? Just down the road. That's the one. Daft names like Celine Brion for the one with Brion. Well, I had a pastrami wine house. Not bad, but it cost, wait for it. How much? Seven pounds. Helena Bonham fuck-a-doodle farter. And this got me wondering, what have you guys spent seven pounds on, and was it worth it? I spent seven pounds fifty on a little chopping board. I know, now I know, I know. Chopping boards aren't glamorous, and I can see Log's eyes are glazing over here. No, not at all. You, you've misjudged me there. You just, In fact, you just reminded me. I was in John Lewis the other day because I think tables should cost a £1,000. And you'll never believe the chopping board I found. You'll find me quite hard to shock. There was this chopping board with a built-in knife sharpener on the corner. Fuck off. No, I'm not having that. No, 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 wait, that's not the amazing part. I'm done. I've got all the information I can take for the day. Stop blowing Matt's mind log. He needs time to heal. There was also a little gully bit that you can put an iPad into. It's like the stars of the universe are going out one by one. It's true, Matt. A little gully for your iPad. Goodness me, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's time for the mystery sound. This is a fun game where we play a silly sound... And you have to guess what it is. That 
is the sound that means it's time for the mystery sound. Yes. And that's the second of the six sounds that we must hear before the mystery sound will allow itself to be heard. Before we hear this week's mystery sound, let's pay homage to the mystery sounds of yesterweek. Who could forget? That was the Horse Whisperer's reaction when one night on the stroke of midnight... A horse whispered back, I've gone all Australia. And what that horse whispered remains a mystery to this day. All we know is that the horse whisperer never whispered again. Ah! That is the sound that the horse whisperer makes every night as he wakes from his sleep, the memories of what that horse whispered cycling endlessly through his brain. Maybe one day the mystery sound will be what that horse actually whispered. Maybe we'll call episode 500 of regular features what the horse whispered only to then not tell you. You know, like that thing they did with Doctor Who's real name, with uh, Matt Smith and that river song. And that is the horse. A mission accomplished. The whisperer whispered, and the whisperer whispering no more. Some say she gallops across the bone fields during the blood moon, her lips pursed on the cusp of a whisper. Pray you never wake with her massive head pointing at your ear, lest she whisper again. Ding dong! That's the fourth sound. The fourth sound that catapults us ever closer to this week's mystery sound. Wait, hold on. Uh, there's actually something at the door. And there's some, some whinnying as well, which is kind of odd. Uh, I'll, I'll just go answer it. We're nearly there, everyone. We're nearly there. The mystery sound is about to begin. Just one more interstitial sound separates it from your ears. Guys, guys, you're not going to believe what that whinnying sound was. It's the horse we've all been talking about. The sinister horse. It's too late, Steve. The mystery sound has been unlocked and must be heard. But the horse is licking her lips. She really looks like she's about to do one of those big whispers that everyone is supposed to hear. Yeah, and um, apparently that's that's where the tape ends. So um, no one from Regular Features has been heard from ever again. Until tonight! Hello and welcome to Regular Features. A comedy ah. podcast that's just the three of us hanging out and having fun discovering mystery tapes. <laughs> it's, it's mystery tapes that uh, hold a wealth of, um, well, enigmas. I was going to say mystery remember. again. I, I don't should. remember recording that tape. But it exists. And we do have a letterbox to another dimension. Mm. So please, close attention. Yeah, please do send letters. <laughs> send the letterbox to another dimension. Yes, yes. And Unfortunately, it's... we cannot read all of the letters. <laughs> we cannot return them. Uh, your drawings from other dimensions to <laughs> no, you. No, they're lost. But if you do send a self-addressed stamped envelope, we will send you a fact sheet. How's everyone doing? <laughs> if Whatever time you're listening to this, we are recording this on the eve of the Article 50 being triggered. So. Yes, we're so, yeah, posting it off tomorrow. We're beyond sad. I am. Well, I'm certainly beyond sad. I'm just fucking... Misery, yeah. misery. Misery, just a, what you can call it is a profound lack of optimism. Yes. Yeah, that's all I've got. So welcome to the, the misery, uh, Brexit misery special. Shut up. It's time for my regular feature. I've been making jingles. Where are you from? You sexy jings. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature. You are an overweight member of the clergy, can you trigger Article 50 in time to depart from the European Union? Or <laughs> might you fail? Oh, man. It's a choosy-woozy, your own doozy of an adventure. I've done... Oh, my God. You've done an... You've I've also done a, written I've the Choose Your Own Adventure for Brexit. Yes. 
Well, this is astonishing. <laughs> what a treat. We should, we should coordinate features. <laughs> I'd be surprised if they're that similar. Well, we're soon to find out. Let's do it. We are um, inviting comparisons by the readers on who did the best Brexit choose-your-own-adventure feature, though. Oh, go on the subreddit and Eesh. let oh, us don't. know, Eesh. unless you preferred Matt, in which case, just keep it to yourself. I can't yeah. <laughs> you are a heavy priest out on a morning jog around Westminster Abbey, trying to shed a couple of pounds before you leave for priest summer camp. If the weather is warm enough, some of the priests like to go for a dip in Pope Lake, which is so cold because... From the roof of the cabin where some of the older priests like to climb after curfew to eat communion wafers in the dark, <laughs> it resembles the face of Pope John Paul II. But what do some of the cooler priests call John Paul II? Is it A, let's <laughs> move a quiz this segment. Okay, cool. JP2, B, Papa Japes, <laughs> C, JP Morgan Chase, D, Jeepers Peepers, <laughs> or E, an answer of your own choosing for the sake of interactivity. <laughs> Is it Pappy JJ? Pappy JJ. That's an answer of your own choosing for the sake of interactivity. Thank you for interacting. You're welcome. Hattie JPs. <laughs> Hattie JPs. Well, he had a hat and he was JP. Oh, yeah. And it sounds a bit like Hattie Jakes, who is from the Carry On. And he did carry on for a long time. You're correct. All of those names are used by some of the cool priests when Popa J-Pops, J-Pops is not looking. <laughs> Or listening. So, correct, I suppose. Oh, thanks. To include your answer in, in what I've written. Is that a point each? Yeah, cool. you get points thanks. now. Hey. <laughs> of course, last summer you chose to swim in your vestments for fear of being taunted by the incredible Father Sebastian, whose cutting barbs and scathing put-downs are as sharp as his well-defined pecs and abs. Still... When the bishops Aww. saw how sudden... I just remembered I'm a fat priest. I wanted to get off with him, but I'm <laughs> fat. When the bishop saw how sudden with lake water your Monday frock had become, boy, did he chew you out. And in front of Father Sebastian. And the other priests too. Father Wet, they called you. That night, you weren't invited to raid the neighbouring nuns' camp with the cool priests. Socially outcast and clerically bruised, you thought you'd never live down the shame. A. I'll have my revenge against the priests who mocked me. B. I'll kill the bishop who chided me in front of my peers. Or C. I won't stop murdering young boys until the deafening screams of hurt that howl from the darkest recesses of my soul are finally silenced. Mm. Wouldn't be murdering boys. No, yeah, I don't think... Whatever a priest would do to boy, it'd be less lethal than that. I think revenge. This is a bit like a Bioware RPG with popes. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. That is well renegade, going on a book child murdering yeah. lifestyle. It's a bit much. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll go for the medium one of revenge. I'll have revenge at some point. Revenge. But I'll, I won't explicitly commit to that revenge involving murdering hundreds of children just yet. Think, yeah, avoiding the murders for the way to go. No, 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 you think to yourself. That's just what Father Sebastian wants. Another quiet priest turned lone wolf psycho serial killer and sometimes rapist. No, <laughs> that's not how your story ends. You're going to jog your woes away. You're going to run them out of town. The jogging priest is what they'll call you. Yeah, the jogging priest. What will they call you? The jogging priest. A. <laughs> jogging your woes away. Tugging on my vestments like you wanted me. <laughs> they will call you A. Father Wet. B. Wet Priest. C. The fifth wettest priest in the Bible. Oh, Jesus D. God. No, no, no. Come on, you have to believe in yourself. You are the jogging priest and that's what they'll call you because that's who you are. 
It's a jogging priest. I'm jogging priest. I've gone you for like, the... you went for peaches and I went for more like uh, no. chumba wumba. Jogging your woes away. They call you fatty priests. They call you wet priests. They call you lonely priests. They call you murder priests. You're just finishing your fifth lap of Westminster when you, from over your shoulder, comes a voice like a fork rattling around inside a yellowing piece of Tupperware, like you've used the fork to eat your lunch from the Tupperware, and then seals the dirty fork back inside the Tupperware so you can carry the fork back home with you to be washed later on without the fork touching any of the stuff inside your bag. Nice. That's what the voice sounds it's important like to in have my a fork. simile that I wrote. So it's important to have a fork that fits the diagonal of your Tupperware. Oh, it really is. The worst case scenario is you wedge a fork in there and try to close the lid and just hope that it all stays together. It won't. It's going to open up and just the spill. will have its way. Little crumbs of lasagna or whatever you've got in there all over your books. Crumbs of lasagna? <laughs> yeah. What kind of lasagna are you making, sir? Well, what do you call a, a morsel? A little wet morsel of food that's left? Blob. I think it's more of a sliver. Sliver of old a Sliver lasagna. or a blob. Sliver, yeah. Crumb is dry, isn't it? Yeah, that's pastry. You look like you need... What did we say... We said that we are a jogging priest. We are a jogging priest. We didn't have a crisis of confidence. No. No, no, okay. we are fucking right no. on that. So the voice doesn't say, you look like you're having a crisis of confidence. It says, you look like you're a jogging priest of some kind, <laughs> says the voice. See, it does adapt to your own <laughs> <laughs> It's none other than lady politician and UK Prime Minister Theresa May. Well, I've got a very important task for you. I need to trigger Article 50 tomorrow by hand-delivering this letter to the European Parliament in Brussels. The thing is, she says, moving in real close, <laughs> David Davis was messing with the buttons on the government's only helicopter and he broke it. <laughs> now I need a jogging priest to finish the job and also to start the job. A, you say, but why me? Why an esteemed jogging priest such as I? Or B, okay, I'll do it but on the condition that you put the words jogging priest on the British flag. I do. I mean, well, that, like, the first one sounds a little bit like we're not esteemed yet. We've only just started jogging. So I'm going to go for, I want to be recognised for my jogging. Get that fucking shit on the flag. Yeah. I if there's so. more options, I don't want to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> Deal, shrieks the Prime Minister with a voice like a brogue in a hot point. <laughs> Hot point make loads of appliances. Yeah, like what yeah. kind of hot point? <laughs> well, the washing machine. Okay, that's fine. No, I don't want to be down on you. I just want to clarify so I can envision yeah. it. I know I thought that when I wrote it, it's like a shoe in a fridge. Doesn't what is that how is that a voice? Make a lot of noise, <laughs> but before I entrust you with the most important task in great British history, I have to ensure you're up to the task. Ensure, then entrust. That's the British way. So prove to me that you're the hot nugget jogging priest you claim to be. Show me a jog. Can I what jog? Kind of jog? Should we do? Is there a loop the loop that you like, that mm. I can just jog? Get enough momentum up to do the full jog around the loop. That's the loop. not. I mean, that's not a conventional jog, but we could give it a go. Oh, I think it's if you charge up the jog like Sonic. The this Hedgehog. isn't a conventional yeah. political time. We need to pull out some special moves if we're going to do a successful Brexit, Matt. You're, you're right. I'm going to do a loop to loop jogging. A fat man jogging a loop to loop. I think that correctly represents our chances of doing this. Well, if we're going to be on the flag, we've got to make it that seem legitimate to the people. So I think that, yes, let's do this. Let's make this loop-de-loop jog a reality. And also, the flags has to stop being what it is and start being a loop-de-loop. <laughs> a picture of a loop-de-loop. <laughs> I do have two suggested jogs for you to do. Oh, Jesus Christ. But you can go with the loop-de-loop as well. Well, let's hear what jogs you've got. Yeah. Um, can you, you, you either um, jog on the spot like an excited Winston Churchill waiting to be handed a cigar. <laughs> 
Or jog in small circles like Margaret Thatcher being annoyed about collective bargaining. Hmm. So now we've seen the options at the jog centre. I think at the jog centre. Yeah, what should we do? I still think we should just go for the loop. I think we should go for the loop. I think you're right. Jogging the spot feels a bit too Sonic the Hedgehog, whereas loop the loop isn't yeah. really a Why like should Sonic we jog on the lapels of like Winston Churchill when we can jog our own way? <laughs> I'm going to jog on the shoulders of giants tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The giants enjoy that. <laughs> It'd be like a little bit of a massage, I'm sure. <laughs> and impressed, Theresa May applauds, her hands striking one another and one another repeatedly, like the repeated strikes that Margaret Thatcher hated. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> now there's a priest who knows a jogger too. Go, go with my blessing and trigger Article 50 for the good of the land. Don't delay, for there is no time to waste. You grab Article 50 and place the hallowed document safely between your teeth before turning to face Brussels. Do you? A. <laughs> I'm not going to start shouting swear words at Brussels because I've got an important document <laughs> in my teeth. <laughs> jog solemnly and surely into Europe to do what you must. Or B. Jog backwards for hundreds of miles until you reverse into the Irish Sea, thereby cancelling Brexit. <sighs> or should I say Brexit? <sighs> I choose your own adventures actually slightly more similar than uh, I thought they would be, which is, <laughs> seems unlikely. <laughs> I'm quite cautious about being branded a traitor. I think that, frankly, we've got a good deal going on here. We've just done a loop-de-loop. We're going to be on the flag. Instead of the Union Jack, it's going to be us doing a loop-de-loop. Things looking pretty rosy for the jogging priest right now. We want to be called the jogging priest. I think if we jog backwards into the sea, that might not be the nickname we get. So I think we've just got to be really self-interested on this one. Maybe you'd even get called JP. Maybe we can have old. Oh, oh, Mr. Jakes himself, the maybe, old JP. Maybe we can have our cake and eat it by turning all the signposts to Brexit around and then jogging backwards to Brexit. Oh, so as you <laughs> deliver Article 50, everyone's cheering you for not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what I, th- I think. I like having my cake and eating it. Let's try and do that. Well, it's a moot point anyway, because check the news, you bozos. By the time you're listening to this, it's already been triggered. History has been written. You cannot change. The past. Oh, I don't know. It's a fixed point, isn't it's it? It's a fixed point. This, the Brexit is not in flux. There was a Cyberman standing nearby, <laughs> and he made it so that it's not in flux. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, well, we had a good jog. I just wish my. It's not for you, Matt. You've got a business you could do fucking anywhere. My my fucking business is bricks on this fucking idiot country. No, nah, mate. Put some rockets underneath that pub. Oh, Come to the space King pub. In space. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a hot deal on asteroids. <laughs> that doesn't sound it. like booze. <laughs> asteroids full of ale. Yeah. <laughs> now it sounds like booze and I'm down with it. So, somewhat uncharacteristically, I've written a feature which is is slightly similar to Steve's in the fact that it's a a Brexit-themed choose-your-own-adventure in which uh, you are tasked as a duo of hand-delivering the letter to Triggle. Are you you serious? (laughs) Serious. How did we do that? What a coincidence. Well, it is the day before Article 50 is going to be triggered. Maybe it's preying on our minds. Did David Davis... Break a helicopter? In no, he didn't. He didn't. Okay. he didn't. He didn't. Are you a fat jogging priest? I mean, you should be. Can um, I be the fat jogging priest from Steve's, <laughs> transposed into your Brexit verse? Let's say you both are 
fat jogging priests. Well, he's split in two. Oh, wow. Both is two. Now he's got to bomb ourselves back together. The original priest. <laughs> How does that work? Conservation of momentum. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so there's two of two, you're two people in this. Fuck, which means you get to make decisions. You stand atop the concrete stripes of the mighty 10 Downing Street. History seeps from the bricks of these walls, soaking your shoes and creeping slightly up your legs until the shimmering past of this iconic place is gently absorbed into your fanny slash bollocks. <laughs> Important things have happened here, and you can feel it in your bits. You have been chosen, the both of you, as the greatest post people in the whole of the land. <laughs> Delivering letters, you've done that before. Knowing whether a parcel will fit in that shape of postbox, just by eye, you bet your ass you've got that covered. Anything involving envelopes or stamps, fuck off, what is this? Amateur hour? Of course you can do all that, and more. The Postmaster General says you were born for this, both of you, at the same time, beneath the same stars, inside the same postal depot, to two slightly different mothers. And now you're both jogging priests as well. <laughs> Fresh from- The booming door of 10 Downing Street booms ahead of you like a big black booming piece of wood. Do you knock on the knocker, go next door, or leave, turning away in fear from the sheer gravity of your fate? Leave. Leave. I'm, I need. I, you I'm attempt jog out of this situation. I've already <laughs> delivered enough letters today. Thank you. You attempt to run from the gravity of your fate, but gravity is like well strong. It's like trying to jump into space just by using your legs. So you cannot escape the gravity of your fate. So you're going to go next door. But we are fat and we do jog, so we have got quite strong legs. Yes, but not strong enough to escape the gravity of your fate. Yeah, but hang on. The gravity oh, okay. is is in the door. So gravity's going sideways, and I can jump perpendicular to gravity. And yeah, you can just run up. It's yeah. still just really hard. And even though you can both jog, you're still both fat. And after just 20 feet or so, you're just like, oh, oh, I've, I've had enough of this. I didn't come here to get called fat. This is <laughs> an awful feature compared hey, to hey, mine. Hey, hey. <laughs> I didn't make you fat. That was implanted from Steve's feature. Oh, right. God made me fat. I had, I had, what? yes, Steve is, if Steve is God, yes. And that's why I don't deserve health coverage. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, you can't run away, basically. Without fat shaming anyone further, I'm just <laughs> going to say, for reasons unknown, you can either only go, either go next door, see what's next door. Is that east? 10. East. Yeah, I'll go east. The door to the east. Is oh, locked. I guess I'm going east as well. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about it, but once somebody's made a choice, they've made a choice. Can we, can we split up? Yeah, that's Steve. Cover more ground. <laughs> and just wreck my right, speech. Yeah. Well, this, mean, this means that now you don't get to say anything while Log's here. Maybe you shouldn't even listen. Maybe you should leave the room. Oh, so now we're following Log's path. If we're doing like, RPG proper rules, you have to leave the room for this, Steve. It's just like the episode of Community. <laughs> no, Steve should be here, just because he's not... Next door is only about 10 feet away, so he can still hear. Still he can still hear the narrator floating in the air. <laughs> Next door is locked and appears to be unoccupied. Looking through the window, you see a thick veneer of white dust covering almost all of the furniture and features. It must have been empty for centuries. That makes no sense. Next to the door, loosely screwed into the wall, you see a blue plaque that simply reads, Chuffa Duffa Ding Dong, I was gonna say, Chuffle can, Power. Can I hear the echo of someone saying Chuffa Duffa Ding Dong? It's almost as if that happened in the past. You can hear the echoes of that happening, but not now. This place is empty. But uh, the, the, the plaque on the wall is rather loosely screwed in. So, yeah. So you can... What? Mm, yeah. You know, mm. I'm coming east. I'm coming east. All right. Steve arrives Steve, east as well. I overheard how loose that blue plaque was. I, would, I, I wasn't thinking about interacting with that at all. Do you think we should? I'm going to just plant my face against it and just rub it around and see if anything flies off. I'm going to try and lubricate anything that might be there with my tongue. Well, I need to get up on your shoulders because these blue plaques are held up 
they're mounted higher, Very high, high up enough yeah. that you yeah, can't get it. But I need to keep my face at plaque level if I'm going to be licking it. So, well, no, you lubricate Stephen's wanna... face with your tongue before okay. letting him stand on your shoulders, and he rubs his face. <laughs> Two fat priests making out <laughs> down the <laughs> street. <laughs> I love it. Moving his face against the plaque in circles, making the screws grow looser and looser until eventually, clonk, it falls down. Bonking log on the head. Oh, oh I'm sorry. am I stunned for two turns? <laughs> <laughs> you now have a blue plaque in your inventory. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, do you want to return to the to 10 Downing Street? Uh, yes. This is yeah. quite long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we go back to Downing Street? Yeah, yeah. With the blue plaque in tow. You knock on the <gasps> door, and the door is answered by a tall spider woman with convincing grey hair. It is none other than Theresa May. Prime Minister of the Secret Spider Nation, formerly known as the United Kingdom. You swiftly move on to the business at hand, knowing impolite and unwise to make reference to any of these obvious facts aloud. It would, for one, mean relinquishing your postal service pendants, both of which house the arcane runes that allow you to see through such powerful illusions. (laughs) The declaration is complete, exclaims Teresa, as flecks of iridescent mucus spatter across her lower mandibles. Article 50 resides within this envelope. Try not to get it wet. She's got a voice like a fork inside a Tupperware container. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm glad you specified the brand of container there, just so we didn't get Did you take the envelope and begin your journey? Ask for more information that may be of use to you in your quest? Or hurl the blue plaque at Theresa May? I want to hear her say more things, because I kind of like her voice. Yeah, it's kind of good. So... Um, can ask for more information. More information, okay. please, Theresa yeah, May. She says, Beware the demons of Brussels, my children. They wear the skins of the human, much like I do. But do not be twisted by their lies and tricks. They want to regulate <laughs> bananas, you know, and stop our electrical appliances from setting fire to houses. It is literally the worst. Hold ask the for even more information. Um, you ask for more information, and she, she, she scorns. There! Get away. Get away, children. She and retreats you, into a corner web, hissing at us. And now you're, you're fuming. And uh, but before you can do anything, Lord, you realise that, that the, uh, Steve has his, his hands tightly wrapped around the blue plaque. And it looks like he's about to throw it. Should you stop him? I'm aching to hurl a plaque. <laughs> no mistake. I don't know. Spinning briefly. Well, so do it. And stop releasing, it. It's too late. He's spinning oh, shit. briefly <laughs> and releasing the plaque like a disc as Steve hurls the blue metal disc into Theresa May's spidery face. Hot spatters of milky white blood immediately dressing the door of number 10 as if it were a large black wooden salad. <laughs> ah, she moans. You know I love it when you get all smashy smashy, but there's no time for posty sex now. You've got a mission. She motions to touch herself in a manner that you can only presume must be inappropriate for a ten foot tall sentient spider wearing a slightly grim tartan suit. Brushing two legs across the blood in the door, she then smears the white gloop upon what you can only presume must be her lips, and then places a smeared, sticky kiss on the envelope, sending you both along on your way. It's strange that you seem so unfamiliar with the her. The way you're sexualizing Theresa May is actually worse than what the Daily Mail did. The both of you, fatty priests, have lain with her sexually many times. <laughs> but for reasons you will never know, she always makes you forget. Mm. You begin your journey south to the River of France. <laughs> Do you choose the montage that is mostly fields and hills, or the montage that is mostly the M2? Hang on, have we lost the blue plaque? Mm, um, yes. So I think I lodged it in her thorax, Yes, buddy. Well, hopefully that'll weaken it. her in the upcoming boss battle, but at the minute we've got nothing in our inventory, Steve. Well, she seemed to love it. Yeah, so well done. You, you, you pleased her. 
Why do you think I... that? Why do you think Theresa May is the enemy? Why do you? Why you got to be so aggressive towards women all the time? She Log. voted Remain. She's, uh, our, she's our best friend. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm down with this. Well done for sexually gratifying a, a, a fellow Remainer with yeah. a blue placket to the moor. Okay, so what we're doing? I'll choose the montage made of the M2, please. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's good. Okay. You walk alongside the M2 for what feels like 14 hours. I thought it was on a bus. Is. No, you're walking. Oh. Or jogging, probably. Eventually. <laughs> Almost certainly jogging, <laughs> man. You spot ahead of you. I didn't know what I wrote this, did I? <laughs> How could I have foreseen? Um, eventually, you spot ahead of you what feels like an oasis. The A2. Ah, the A2, with its majestic wings of tarmac spread out in one direction, like a long road. You go through Canterbury. Quite nice. A couple of really good pubs, local ciders, etc. Um, parking can be quite tricky at this time of year. It's all cobbles, you see. Pedestrianisation is ultimately better for high street culture, I think, though. But uh, um, but you do need to walk around. <laughs> you walk and walk until you can walk no further because you have arrived. Is it the kind of walking where we don't have both feet on the ground at once? Mm. Yes. Yeah. I'm just implying that we're jogging. You are jogging. Yeah, jog okay. and jog and jog there until we go. you can yeah. jog no further. Much more like it. Because you have arrived. Envelope crinkled, but stoles, soles still steeled. You stand atop the glistening white cliffs of Dover, looking out across the wet expanse, only known as the River of France. Things, if we still had the blue plaque, we could have hurled it at France. Well, we could have hurled it really hard and then jumped on top of it and rode it, like Thor propelling himself through the air using his hammer. <sighs> that is from Marvel. All things. The film. <laughs> All well, things we could have done. Shouldn't if, have got so angry and thrown it at Theresa May. But now she's got it. But she's got you and her. Can we see Theresa May surfing across the sea on a blue plaque? She's very busy. Good. Pulling an ancient eyepiece from your trousers. I'm not sure which one of you is pulling it from which one's trousers. I'm pulling it from Log's trousers. Okay. You glance across the river to find your bearings. Should you look out to the east or to the west? Two of us, both. Okay. To the west, (laughs) to be honest, it's pretty much just France. Loads of France. If you look carefully through the gap between England and France, you can just make out North Carolina, but it's really quite far away. Mm. No, from here, it's pretty much just loads of France. The Eiffel Towers stretch out along the beaches for the entirety of the country's soggy borders. Set foot on any one of those patches of land and you're guaranteed to be zapped into dust by the automated laser cannons that sit atop each of these terrifying cannons. France makes me sick. And besides, you don't want to go to France. It is a place of death and regrets. Sorry, no, baguettes. Um, spying over to the east <laughs> and nice breath. <laughs> your destiny is calling. It's Brussels. You're sure of it. It has all the flags. It looks restrictively foreign. Yep, that's Brussels. Testing the wind with your licked tippy finger. The news is dire. You will not be able to neatly hang glide to Brussels using the giant airmail themed paper aeroplane that was made by the Queen herself for this mission. You've been playing Breath of the Wild, haven't you? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's also why the phrase blood moon crept into my feet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That as well. And horses. Um, but in a place so powerfully fortuitous, you have options. Do you pray to the unseen gods of corrugated cardboard that we you are may priests. strengthen the power, mm. power of your plane? Do you converse with the rogue spiders that reside deep within the cliffs of Dover? Priests do converse. Mm. Or do you wait, knowing that time is precious and you have none to lose? That's literally what Theresa May said in my feature. There is no time to lose. You must leave. Yeah, so you can either pray, converse, or wait. What are you going to do? Well, we're priests, man. we got to pray. Don't tell me I can't pray. Don't piss on my leg and tell me. You pray. You, not pr- you pray while I keep guard with my hands pointed up in the air like they're a gun. Smart. Smart. Classic priest move. You 
Pray to the unseen gods of cardboard who heed your call, but demand a favour. The gift of slightly stronger paper will come with untold, unknown costs. Yep, I'm well up for it. So, uh, yeah, you've done that, but you're still looking out over the cliff, and you think even with this better plane, you're just not going to make it. It's not quite enough. Oh, well, I've untold costs to get that plane. That's not even enough. It's not quite enough. You're going to land in Amsterdam or something. It's just So you can either wait or you can attempt to converse. Amsterdam's further away than Brussels. Mm, I know, but it's the wind, isn't it? It's how wind works. <laughs> I really hope Amsterdam is further away. I just wanted to show Matt up for coming up with a place name without <laughs> thinking. And I can tell you didn't think about it enough. Do you think I didn't look at Google it. Maps for a lot of this? <laughs> I think I know what places are without Google Maps. I'm still trying to gog that you can see North Carolina from somewhere. On a clear day. <laughs> you can. It's just between the gap. Yeah. So I think we need to converse with the spiders to further enhance our paper craft. You attempt to converse with the spiders who rebelled against the great Sorry. rebellion of 2016. Did you say rebellion? Rebellion. Ah, yay! They got done. It's bells. They felt, bells. They, do, they, they felt that the Spider Master's frivolous power games were too detrimental to the host species that they needed to thrive. Humans were easily fooled, greedy and fickle, prone to bouts of violence and distrust when placed under severe pressure. This enclave of spiders refused to take part in the infamous referendum, and for their perceived indifference, they were outcast in the thousands, forced to build new homes as exiles in the chalky white caverns of Dover's cliffs, an environment that more closely matched the barren landscapes of their now-dead home planet. Weary and old, the spider known to you as Jeremy Corbyn emerges from the soft rocks below. What do you want? I'm really quite tired. I had to get up quite early this morning. Explaining your plight was pointing emphatically, repeatedly at the gigantic paper plane you've carried all this way. The confidence in your voice slowly wavers as you realise that these exiles, these enemies of the state, have no reason to help you. And yet they agree to help you on your way. It is the will of the people, Corbin mutters to himself, producing a handheld device that splutters wiry chains of hot plasma suddenly into life calling the other spiders above ground by moaning really, really quite loudly. He then proceeds to whirl the plasma weapon around like a mad cowboy, whipping this army of exasperated spiders straight off the edge of a sheer white cliff. You reel back in horror, until you see unusual method to his madness. The spiders are not falling off this cliff to certain doom, but climbing off the cliff and collaborating to form a bridge of sorts. You feel certain that this metaphor will not extend outside of this feature. Go north. I thought we looked west. <laughs> you've, you've, your glider is upgraded. Oh, okay, cool. And you've cool. improved with you've got an improved launch pad of spiders, so you can do it. We can do it. We can go you to can, Brussels. You can fly to Brussels. Okay, now let's wait. No, eat, let's not wait. Let's do it. Let's go to Brussels. Eat paper plane. <laughs> eat it. It's made a car get a card now. It's no way you're going to be able to eat it. Eat. Take spider. You can. <laughs> take spider. You put spider in your inventory. Use, use spider on plane. You send spider. Examine paper plane. <laughs> Look. It's lovely. Look. Look at what? Dover's. Around. <laughs> Look, Dover's. Look at, you look at Dover's. They're, they're so good. Examine. Do spiders. Brexit. The spiders are <laughs> so good. You're trying to do a Brexit log with the envelope. So um, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna jump. You're going to fly to Brussels. Let's yeah, do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's fly to Brussels. 
Okay. You feel confident that you're going to soar straight to Brussels. But here. if we're in a hang gliding pose, can we still make jogging movements with our legs? Yes, absolutely. You. I think Thank you need you. to. Yeah. It's something to do with our aerodynamics. Well, if we can look like we're gliding when we're jogging, why can't we look like we're jogging when we're gliding? Yeah. But alas, during your flight, <laughs> strange forces congeal around your neck, stealing the magical powers held within one of your magical pendants. Oh, for feck's sake. You hear the voices of the unseen gods of corrugated cardboard chittering through the wind, saying, I'll be having that, thanks, that looks lovely. Now, one of you will no longer see the world for what it really is, so how will you be able to trust the power of your judgments when you don't know which one of you is wrong? Well, I will, I will right? ask Steve, are you the one who is not seeing the world exactly. right? Well, I will willingly take the curse upon myself and then forever trust what Log tells me. Do we know who is got the curse no, you don't you don't in that case it's the classic one telling the truth one telling the lie yeah, yeah. ask one if the, what the other one would say landing yeah, lo- neatly just in front of that bit with Brussels with the flags we've got this Logan. yeah we got this you check we've your hands for the article 50 envelope no it's a bit sweaty but it's still there do you deliver the envelope to the correct Brussels people or, oh well, that's easy yes let's do that or we don't know if you or put the envelope down for a minute while you both have a lovely pistachio ice cream oh pistachio ice cream yeah, I think it's been such an exhausting journey, and we deserve pistachio ice cream. Both have pistachio ice cream, and then both tell each other what's in their mouths, because one of us might not be eating his pistachio ice cream. And then we ask the ice cream man. You both jog over to the ice cream van and enjoy a lovely ice cream. It gets a bit drippy at one point, but that's okay, because you put the envelope down. But oh no, where did you put it down? On the ground. You can go north, east, south, or west. Away go, from the envelope. Go to the envelope. I thought you don't know where it is. You don't know where it is. You put it down somewhere. How? Don't know, you, you, this is unexpected. In which direction from where we landed was the ice cream van? Well, it was just it was in the same area, right next to it. You landed like you were aiming for it because you wanted ice cream. You both you didn't admit it, but you both. At what point did he put the envelope down? How has it moved? Choose a direction. Is it in the ice cream? Choose a direction. North, west, right, Steve. South. You go north. You go south. North, right. south, south. North, east south. is the one way we didn't say, so we have to go east. We always go it's east. The one that we least. That's the way we always east go. East is least. You go east. Steve, you see a giant... racist against oh, God. Asian people. Fuck. Let's, let's say it isn't. Okay, um, Steve, you see a gigantic marble statue depicting a correctly proportioned banana. Engraved below it are the words, Hitler was right and a good painter. But Log, you see a marble fountain that depicts some cherubs. Neither of you can see the envelope. The only way is to go back to the ice cream van. Cherub is a kind of bee, in case you're wondering. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really. You return to the ice cream bee. van. The man you bought the ice cream from is fucking furious. Oh, goodness. Well, did you not pay for it? You tried to buy the delicious treats using the envelope. Oh. Oh, how oh. silly you think. Although you both also realise this will likely make a really fun anecdote once you're back in He it. made a gamble yeah. thinking there was something really valuable in the envelope, and now he's cross. You fucking accepted the envelope, you prick. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, you arrive in front of the right place to deliver the letter that invokes Article 50. He's giving it back to us. He's giving it back to you. You paid him. Oh, you gave gave him real money. Mm. Real money? Euros? Euros. Jog bucks. They're hardly real money, are they? Uh, um, You you get to the great doors where you have to deliver the letter. The great doors open to present. Post it through. A demonic dragon with three (laughs) wings and loads of other uh, weird elements. But that's just what Steve sees. Log, you see a nice EU man with a nice suit. (gasps) Do you give him the envelope or fuck it in the bin? No, we know what to do. We know what to do. Steve, if I were to ask you what you saw, what would you say I saw? No, God, this doesn't work, does it? I can't. This, re- this requires a third party to ask 
the whole one tells the truth, one tells a lie thing relies oh, yeah, on but them no, just but both knowing. Does you? Oh, because your your answer would be wrong. Yeah. That's, that's an extra. You don't know. You just got to go with your gut. Well, so what one of it, you what? is seeing an illusion, the other one isn't. So what's the? I thought what, we were so what are the options? Yeah, I thought we had it. What's the options? Give in the envelope or fuck it. In you light the match first. That's what you the, do. The truth match. Oh God, let's get the pendant. Let's wrap both of our pendants around both of our necks. And then spin Let's around. Sh- Let's spin around like Wonder Woman until we take off. <laughs> oh, sorry, I keep punching the thing. <laughs> you keep smashing the mic. I'm really excited. not showing you the truth. Okay. So, what's your options again? One, one more time. Give him the envelope or fuck it in the bin. It's, this is this is Brexit in a nutshell. It's not difficult. Do we hand over the envelope or do we fuck it in the bin? I'm so indecisive. Come oh, put I it think to a it's referendum. A bin. <laughs> All right, you two have a referendum and then decide. Okay, what are the options again? Give him the envelope <laughs> or fuck it in the bin. Okay. Give him the bin. I'm going to decide. <laughs> I'm going to decide what I want to do on the back of my hand, log, and you decide what you want to do, and then we turn our hands over. This is a over. simple decision. You've been I'm given gonna... all of the all of the information. Okay, no, we're trying to gonna... figure out what it is. What are the two... Is, is he a... Two options are... Is he a dragon? Give him the envelope or fuck it in the, bin. in the bin. Okay, I know what I'll do. Log on three. <laughs> One, two, two. Give him, the, give him the bin. Give him the envelope. Yes. Yes. Given the envelope. Invoking the will of the people, you return home and allow to continue to serve the spider people. The end. Oh. Oh, that feels a bit unfulfilling, that. <sighs> yeah. But that's that's life, isn't it? Yeah, let's I go back. No, let's, no, uh, let's, I don't go, want let's to go back know, and put it in the I bin. I do not want can't, to mate. know. It's got, like, autosave on it. It's closed the game. You can't do it. All right, let's start New from game the beginning. Plus. Start from the beginning. You're not going to do it again. Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> I've got all night. I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to delete the document now, so no, no one can ever know what happened. What could have been? That's life. And that is the moral of this week's episode of Regular Feature. We'll spend the rest of our lives going, what could have been? What could yeah. have been? Did you write an answer for that? Yeah, I did. Would it be amazing if just everything just got wiped out tomorrow just before Brexit? <sighs> like in uh, Terminator 2 in the flashbacks with the playground. Everything <sighs> just wiped out. Holding onto a chain Everyone link fence. we care about gone so we never have to care again. It would be easy, Just regular it? features to a broadcast audience of zero. Wow. That would be art. Yeah. I'd be up for it. I'd carry on doing regular features if everyone else in the universe died. Well, if you're uh, not listening tomorrow, this tomorrow because a uh, nuclear fire has, has scorched the earth, then you're, this is art. And if it isn't, and this probably isn't art, but either way, um, thank you very much for listening. If you do think that it's um, a podcast, you can come and watch it live. We're going to be doing a live show pretty soon, right? Apparently it's May the 1st. Well, we've got one coming up in April uh, next week in April. And I said I wasn't going to be here for that, but I think I now am. So I don't know what's going on in my life. It's crazy old roller coaster of shit. Hot smash. But after that one, it is, is it May the 1st? May the 1st. Uh, it's the end of a bank holiday weekend, so we're going to be... Pretty sourced up on the old the goo goo juice. Because <laughs> we're going to meet during the day, which has nothing to do with you guys listening at home. <laughs> um, but my my plan is um, we're all going to we're going to get together and just have a little party. That would be fun, wouldn't it? We, don't, we don't, haven't done that for ages. Yeah, because normally before this this is our pre our pre show um, organization tends to be all of us arriving at the venue twenty minutes before we're due to go on stage panicking and running around, hugging each other. Mm-hmm. And going, oh God, You'll oh be God. okay. You'll be okay. I know you, you think your, your feature's going to be shit, but you're a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Just reassuring one another. If it, gets, it gets really existential at times. But for the April, the May the 1st show. We won't have that. 
we're going to we'll just be, be smashed by the time you see us. So we're going to have a really good time. Uh, so please come to that. You can find uh, all the tickets and information at regular features with the dot before the ES or the canalcafetheatre.com website, which is canalcafetheatre.com. Com. Yeah, or we've got still got a couple of t-shirts left. I'm going to post them out this Friday. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day and thinking, yeah, I would have got a t-shirt, you go to bigcartel.com forward slash regular features and I'll get one into the post for you before the weekend. And we're still planning episode 250 in Nottingham come summertime, aren't we? Sure. Ooh, yeah. I don't know that, but I've heard are. rumors. I've heard rumors that episode 250 of regular features will be taking place at the King Billy Pub in Nottingham. And as always, hot, hot if you think this podcast is pretty fun and you like it, then you could always just give us like a quid a month uh, or a quid an episode or whatever you want on Patreon. But Patreon forward slash regular features. A quid a month will be really fucking tight. Quid an episode's fine. <laughs> yeah. Depends. Depends. Depends how much your local s- s- steak slice slash latte costs. Everything's but, relative log. What we, <laughs> If you do like the podcast, you, why don't you tell a friend about it? That's good as well. Pick a really good one that we did, a really good episode that we did, where like no one is like weird or racist or says anything yeah. odd. There are, there are a couple of those episodes. Pick it's, one uh, most... and send it to your mother and mm, all of her friends. Yep, a knitting group. <laughs> Preferably. Hack her email, Gmail account. Yeah, get in. So everyone on her list. Get it out. Thanks very much. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. And rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, oh, no, 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 no